1: Great to be back with you, folks. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. With me is Kevin. Kevin's wound up tighter than an eight-day clock today. Mm -hmm. Kevin, what's going
2: on? (laughs) Well, God has just done great things for me. Just in Greenville, it's uh, uh, it's been a cool place to hang out. But, you know, I was able to get some just routine medical stuff taken care of. God provided. I mean, just no cost to me. Just a lot of stuff. That's kind of overdue when you get on the road sometimes and don't make time. Yeah, but um, yeah, and uh, anyway, God led through that,
1: folks. We can't tell you how God has just led through a couple things for Kevin, and that's one of them, folks. And and we're thrilled about that. We were looking up a clinic, and just for some reason, sitting right here at the table after doing some broadcasts the other day, I. I typed in the words, free clinic, saying, eh, nothing's coming back. You know, there, there's going to be nothing. And boom, six miles up the road, man. And, uh, so <laughs> God was good. God. We had to jump through a few hoops, but that's how God works. Yeah. And uh, Kevin, the way he keeps getting older, pretty soon he'll have that whole Medicare thing going <laughs> on. But... But anyway, we're cranking. Yeah, we do got to slow it down. But (laughs) if you think about it, just continue to pray for Kevin, his car situation, and Mm. uh, give a prayer of thanks for what God's doing in his life as far as health care goes. And so we've been moving along, Kevin. We've been doing a lot, man, as we've looked at the life of Christ. One of the things we've been talking about is a fourth grade educated uh, riddle and how you do on it and this one i'm going to be up front with you right right out of it you know uh right off the bat here is uh, i'm not sure about this one i don't know how you're going to do on this one but what did the lawyer ask when someone started talking about god's will
2: um who will be the beneficiary
1: no but that's not
2: bad that's that's better than i would have come up with
1: and uh all right. Why isn't it playing the drum roll right, here? Can here?
2: I, here? Hey, since you didn't give the drum roll, let me, let me give a second right, answer. Right. Um, when's God going to die, or something like that? No. Was it notarized? Well, oh, anyway, oh my soul.
1: When okay. someone's asking, uh, talking about God's will, ask that question. Was it notarized? And so, folks, <laughs> we've been doing these PTSD words, and to be honest with you, we have not. Uh, been shying away from everything. We're going to keep going. We're going to use words that, uh, you know, the sheer mention of them freak people out sometimes and things we go through. And we know this is messing with our time a little bit, but we think it's well worth it. And uh, I got to tell you, so today's phrase for folks with PTSD or being upside down or being hurt or left behind or whatever is self-value or self-worth. And, uh, and we know that's how someone sees themselves. You know, do I value myself? Is, is there something uh, with me of value um, that I see? And people who have self-value problems, self-worth problems are people who think, what am I good for? Anyway, let me tell you what you're good for. You're good to worship God god you're 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 so good that christ died for you you meant so much to god that he sent his only begotten son to die for you and so when you know self-value self-worth it's real All right. You can feel down on yourself. You can say, man, I look fat. I look skinny. I look ugly. I look..." I mean, just name them. And by the way, ladies, when I say that that's guy stuff too, guys are messed up too. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm just going to let you in on the age old secret guys are, we might be a little more messed up than women, to be honest with you, Kevin. (laughs) I just, I just want to be upfront with you, but, uh, (laughs) This verse comes to my mind, and, and we got to lock this verse in. It's in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace mm. and not of evil, and to give you an expected end. I know that that's also a uh, suicide type of verse, but I want you to know something, friends. Just think about what God thinks about you. So take that word self, cross it out in your dictionary, cross it out in the back of your mind, click on that disc to save this and put the word God in front of it. What's your God value? What's your God worth? And it's, it's pretty, it's pretty great value right there, Kevin.
2: Yeah. You know, God's view of us is what gives us our value And his view of us is, well, you just quoted a great verse, um, the thoughts that he thinks of us are to give us an expected end. Wow. Um, The psalmist, you know, sometimes it just, honestly, it takes meditating on God's word as a Christian anyway. Um, As a lost person, it would be a different direction altogether. But as a Christian, David, when he was meditating on God's word, said, uh, how and I'm not quoting exactly, but how wonderful are the thy thoughts toward me, O oh God? Mm. There are more uh, than the hairs of my head if I should count them, you know that kind of thing. So, you know God's view of us, but when our view is out of balance, we get fouled up, and unfortunately, we're dealing with <clears throat> flesh and blood, and we need to remember that God made us from the dust of the earth, and he remembers that we're dust, and he knows that we have problems, and he knows our tendency, though he thinks good thoughts of us, our tendency is to return kind of to to dust thoughts, return to a low... An incorrect self worth, and and so I'm just I'm just thinking about the fact that, you know, a lot of times we deal with people with PTSD, and they have zero self worth. They they've been through something. Um, the guy that. Burned his house down, I mentioned the other day, accidentally when he was five years old and killed a couple of his siblings. Uh, Zero self-worth all the way through his life, and he found it in Christ. And uh, Jesus came, you know, to give people dust for ashes. So when we're down in in the ashes, he's got the... uh, the answer and i'm just so glad that jesus said as the father hath loved me so have i loved you and you know what it comes to the point where you say no matter how bad i am and what i've done if god loves me that much that's going to be enough i am so glad remember that old song brother i do
1: That god, <laughs> god, god saves old sinners, sinners. <laughs> yeah folks let me tell really you what god's me. got our backs but God commendeth His love toward us, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We're going to leave it right there. Your worth, your value is so much. Your God value, your God worth is so much that Christ died for you. So lock that in today, man. Save that disc there on top of your head. We're moving along, and uh, we found ourselves going through Chapter 7, and what a time we've had. We're wrapping it up today. It just, it just gets better. You know, God's Word is like that. It continues to grow on us. We've been going through John. We're looking at the life of Christ where uh, we're making application of those things and how they can help us and what they do for us as we go about our lives. And, and uh, we're in chapter seven, starting in verse 44. We're going through verse number 52 today. And some of them would have taken him, but no man laid hands on him. Then came the officers to the chief priest and Pharisees. And they said unto them, why have ye not brought him? The officers answered, Never man spake like this man. (laughs) There's not anybody like this guy. You guys don't know what you're asking. Then answered them to the Pharisees, Are you also deceived? Have any of the rulers of the Pharisees believed on him? But this people who knoweth not the law are cursed. Nicodemus saith unto them, He that came to Jesus by night, being one of them, doth our Lord judge any man before it hear him, and know what he doeth? They answered and said unto him, Art thou also of Galilee? Search and look, for out of Galilee ariseth no prophet. So here's this is the world. The world is filled with prejudices, the world is filled with. I don't feel good about somebody because of what city they came from, where they came from, what color is their skin, what's the gender of their body. And, and you know, our God doesn't do that kind of thing. Our God mm-hmm. is a great God that saves every one of us, that loves every one of us equally. But, man, when you're a religious freak, when you're a Pharisee in this day, I mean, you're saying, whoa, yeah, Nicodemus, you're an idiot too because you mm-hmm. came from Galilee. You think, y- you know, we know you're one of us, but you know that just ended because you're not doing things the way we told you yeah. to do that. Folks, let me tell you something. There's a ton of narcissists out there yep. that want you to do the things the way they tell you to do them. Mm-hmm. But can I tell you something? There's a God way of doing things and the God way of doing things is being uh, racially free, prejudice free, misogyny free, uh, that God loves every one of us equally. He may give us different roles and different jobs. Men may be called to be a pastor, a, another called to be a missionary, another called to sit in a pew and scream amen. I don't know, but I do know mm-hmm. this, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Our God isn't letting any of this stuff slide.
2: Yeah, you know, narcissism does does operate on this uh, premise. If we wanted you to think, we would have told you what to think so let the thinking to us uh if the people think it's dangerous because they're going to you know think outside of our box and um now there's a fine line between the box of the word of god as far as um, you know sin will make us think outside the garden of eden you know we'll say well why not have the knowledge of good and evil but we're talking about a man a human that says don't look to god look to me yeah and uh You know, we need to uh, recognize, honestly, that God is, we are accountable to him. We have individual soul liberty. We can answer to him, and each person that does that individually, independently, can then be much, can flourish within the chain of command that, that we happen to be over them in. Man, I'm glad that we get to flourish in that
1: chain of command. I'm glad that we got a God who loves every one of us. Folks, your self-worth is intact. Your lives are intact. They didn't like Jesus either. Hey, Mm -hmm. think about that. Put that in your coffee cup today with your Mm -hmm. vanilla cream, and think about that. Listen, we'll be right back. We want you to hang with us. We got to do what the radio stations want us to do, and we love them. Love you, radio stations. May God bless you. Well, thanks for hanging with us. So right away, you know, Nicodemus comes up. Now, we remember Nicodemus as being the guy who snuck there at night, didn't want anyone to see him. Didn't You know, but God changes how all that works. There he is right in the middle of this pharisaical craziness. And wait a minute, doesn't our Lord, doesn't our law provide for us to get to know people and stuff before we do anything? And boy, the Pharisees didn't like that. And they immediately hopped on him. You know, he's got a judgment problem because he's from Galilee there. They're prejudiced against him because he's a Galilean. But there's something cool that happened there that I think we need to write down and put a check mark next to. And that's Nicodemus had the courage to speak up. Mm-hmm. And folks, as Christians, and, and I mean, you're going to have the narcissists who try to ruin your life. You're going to have the people who want you to follow their way of doing things. You're going to have all that. But somewhere along the way, and you know, when that self-worth gets right, when that self-value is right, when it's about what God did for us, when... When we realize that God can use every one of us, God will give you the courage to speak up. I want you to pray about that, that when someone's doing something wrong or they're treating you the wrong way, they're not doing you right, get away from them, speak up, say, no, I'm not going down that road. And and, and Kevin, I think it's so significant, and I, and I want to say this again to all of you, I think it's so significant that as we study the life of Christ, we're not only seeing a little bit of... Uh, Uh, of being told how to live a free life and how to take care of people and how to look out for people. We're stumbling all over the knuckleheads. We're stumbling all over the knuckleheads and the knuckleheads are what's causing Christ and his disciples the problems. The people who are supposed to be religious, the people who are supposed to be great pastors, the people who are supposed to be in great temples, the people who are supposed to be taking care of folks, the people who are supposed to know the law, they don't have anything together at all. It's all about arrogance.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Kevin it's it's about arrogance.
2: Yeah. Yeah, a narcissist uses people as instruments for their own uh, elevation and uh, honestly it's insecurity. A lot of, a lot of the narcissists went through narcissistic upbringing. And, uh, and they don't know how to think other than it's got to be for me, 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 because they were kind of taught that by example, and it's kind of sad. But um, <clears throat> I remember going out west. You know, I'm in the ministry, and being in the ministry, I get into a lot of ministerial situations, get around a lot of ministers, a lot of preachers, a lot of pastors, evangelists, missionaries. And I remember going to a church years ago. That church um, has – I didn't. I didn't even know it until I got a meeting there. But uh, later on, I found out it's got a real reputation for being abusive in its leadership wow. and uh, surrounding themselves with yes men and that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> so I noticed when I was there. Um, the pastor just fawned, you know, I'm a guest preacher. So he just fawned over me, kind of lifted me up, put me in the pulpit. was like, this is a, you know, this is man of God. What do we think of man of God? Woo, 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 they're wonderful, they're wonderful, they're wonderful. And, uh, you know, applause and all that kind of thing. And uh, I thought, well, it's kind of weird. Cause I know me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I get it also that you know they want to um, have people recognize that in their life. But you know, this I just don't think personally that's the way to do it. You know, not there's, there's give honor to whom honors do. I get that, but um, but but it was just it was odd. You know, the fawning over me, and I, I found out later from someone else. That uh, this is the M.O. there. This is how things work. They they kind of fawn over you. And then when you leave, they talk about you and use you as a bad example for everything that you did <laughs> wrong. I've known <laughs> these people. <Yeah. laughs> and, uh, you know, because, again, it's got to because after you leave, people begin to say, boy, wasn't he a blessing? Yeah, but, boy, he was this. But, boy, was did you notice he was this? And so I, you know, I found out later that he did that about me. He called me a snake in the grass. <laughs> I'm like, you're kidding. <laughs> I just said some issue that present my work. But um, anyway, when uh, I went back again for a New Year's service, so I was there uh, in the in May or something. No, I was there in February. Then much later, stopped in. I was coming through again. New Year's service. The pastor had all his preacher boys preaching, and all these young preachers and he said okay guys this is a, a you know contest and, and that's that's wonderful and, and you know everyone gets 5 minutes to preach on this so everyone you know stuck to, stuck to the Uh, Five minutes, pretty good, and they all preached from this passage of scripture in Ephesians. And afterwards, the preacher raked them over the coals. And you'd say, "Well, it's a mil—you know, a lot of them were military, but he wasn't even a former military guy." But what he did, he said, "I expected you to say this. I expected you to say." And so he preached his own version of it, and and basically said, "Y'all didn't do it my way." And it's—it's kind of a classic example of what the people were doing to Nicodemus here. Hey, you, you, you're going to be used as an example of, of why I'm right, why pretty much everyone else is wrong, though I'll fawn over them for a while. But you step out of line, you think for yourself, you show yourself a threat to, um, to my authority and you are going to become uh, on the hit list.
1: Yeah, brother. I was in a church one so folks got to be honest with you. So there's two churches that I got to and never spoke at. And one of them I got to and uh, the pastor started saying things to me like, "Well, you know, I thought you went to this college or I thought you did these things." And and uh and so I just kept setting up my display and doing those things. "Well, I thought you did this." I said, "You know what, pastor?" I thought you were a Christian. I loaded my car up in the lap. My name was on the marquee on the side. There was a, my prayer cards were laying out on the counter. I got in my car and drove home. And, uh, folks, I, I'm telling you, you know, having the ability to speak up. And, yep. and he called my pastor, and he said, you know, hey, I want to let you know that uh, Doug was coming through here. And it was a period of time where I had, like, I had 17 days in a row every night was a meeting. Uh, A couple days off, then like 37 days in a row with two breaks in the middle. And that was one of them when this guy called and gave me a meeting. And I said, you know what? This guy doesn't like me. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know who I am. I'm here to present the ministry. He's not even giving me a chance. Can I tell you what that is, folks? That's a narcissist. That's a knucklehead. Mm -hmm. That's an idiot. That's somebody that I had to get away from. Yeah. And you you may have people like that in your life, yep. and and if you do, get away from them. Yep. You know, uh, you you don't have to go to a dictatorial church. You don't have to. You know, nowhere in the scripture does it say you have to be treated bad and feel low about yourself. Nowhere in the scripture uh, does it say that we we you know have to. We have people who think they're God on earth. I used to know this pastor. People used to call him God behind his back because if you stopped by his church, he'd take you to lunch, and then he'd tell you what. God God's will was for your life. Never miss it. But anyway, Nicodemus does something else here, I think, that's important. And I want to cover real quick before we wrap. And it's the important, uh, I think it's really important, or the importance of examining the evidence, and what's going on. These Pharisees lost that somewhere along the way. They lost the heart of God's word. They lost it, man. They lost the emphasis behind God and how great God is and witnesses and talking to people. And, hey, have you guys heard this guy speak? He Have you talked to him? Is he innocent until proven guilty? I mean, what's going on here? And then Jesus fulfilling prophecy. And Just a minute, Kevin, but how would you wrap? What would you say to folks? Uh, about that self-value and and doing what's right and speaking out
2: you know Nicodemus was very valuable in the overall picture of things and I'm sure after this meeting he felt like he was on the outside he was questioning where he um where where he really belonged if he fit in I'm sure he I'm sure he just second-guessed himself up and down and if you've been if you've ever dealt with a narcissist, if you've dealt with someone who devalues you, who, who makes it a, uh, a, a, an occupation of theirs to bring others down, you need to get with God, first of all, and let God speak to your value. Read the scriptures. I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. Uh, God loves me. Um, he loves dust. He made man of it in his image. And uh, let's go ahead and, and ask him to make us Christ-like through this.
1: I am so glad. We should get Kevin to sing that for us, but we don't have time right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make time. The God, God say. Well, hey, tomorrow. You know what we're going to do tomorrow? Saves old do it, brother. <laughs> the poor man. The blind, I don't know. The guy <laughs> on the street. I mean, there's some it's stuff. Cool we, we'll, you know what? We're going to start off with verse 1 tomorrow. I mean, that's all it is. We'll <laughs> let Kevin look it up on his computer. Oh, Memory sometimes can be fleeting, folks. I'm letting you in on that. I think there's so much to learn from Christ here, as we call it a day today. There's danger in prejudices there's danger and unfair treatment there's danger in not speaking up so make sure that you know that your self-worth is so important that christ died for you speak up get away from the dangers get away from the prejudice we love you guys listen to every word charity's got to say
0: thank you for listening to our broadcast at Help for wounded spirits we believe the bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your lord and savior The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.